Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Before we start, we need to let you in on a little secret. We're not in the studio today, but we're actually in the head office in Manchester. So if you hear any random noises from across the street, above and below, it is because we are out and about in the field. Please stick with us and bear with the noises as it's important that you hear these pearls of wisdom from my boss and CEO, Carol Kane. Hello, gals, and welcome back to Mouth Off Radio, your weekly podcast from nastigout.com. I'm your host, Paige, and today we've got a great episode in store for you. I'm going to be joined today by a very, very exciting guest to dissect and discuss strong and fierce women in business. As well as mouthing off, we have a very exciting exclusive to share with you all today. Now, if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen a little announcement on our stories about something coming to sight very, very soon. Now, in true Mouth Off Radio fashion, we're going to be chopping it up with a woman who is kicking major ass and killing it in the game. We have CEO of the Boohoo Group, Carol Kane. We're going to be talking about being a boss, being a solo female in the boardroom, and the trials and the tribulations of being that head bitch in charge. So let's get to it. Welcome to Mouth Off Radio, Miss Carol Kane. So we're out of the studio today and we're in your beautiful office in the Manchester headquarters. Absolutely stunning setting. Um, So we're going to jump straight into our questions. You're known best for being an extremely successful businesswoman. You co-founded the Boohoo Group in 2006, which has grown into a billion pound empire. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. So let's start from the beginning. Carol, tell us about your life before 2006. Uh, Yeah, I've had lots of lives leading into 2006, I would say. I started my career as a designer, which you you know about. Um, Went to university, um, got my qualifications. I was inspired by everything that was around me. And yeah, I was going to be a fashion designer. (laughs) And, And I did that for some time. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the first part of what I wanted to do first. Originally, I wanted to be a fine artist. I went to art school. So I was going to become a portrait painter. Realised I wasn't going to earn very much money. <laughs> I'm going to work in a bar for the rest of my days. Um, I switched courses uh, from fashion illustration to fashion design. And uh, the rest is history, really. But I think right from the start, my first, my first role was actually... Um, 
was was having a Saturday job in retail. Okay. Um, that moved Been on there. to my second role <laughs> in working in a bar in the evenings to to help myself get through university. And from that, I got my first uh, university college placement, which proved to be massively successful. Um, a lot of it is already out there in the press. But when I was um, working through my placement, I got, um, it was a very small business, but it supplied the British High Street. What actually happened was I was given um, a project and the project was designing ski wear. And I did, I knew, knew nothing about ski wear. I'd never been on the slopes. I hadn't even, I don't even think I'd been overseas, let alone be to the Alps. And uh, it was very successful. It sold into Topshop and Etam and CNA and, so, you know, you guys listening to this will not know them. They were a retailer who was in the UK over 20 years ago. And um, it was very, very successful. I was offered my first job. Mm-hmm. On my first day of my first job, I was on a flight to Hong Kong. Oh, my goodness. Um, kind of like, and uh, my new boss said, oh, you can't start because I've got to go to the Far East. And I just said, well, can I come with you? <laughs> And you I took did. that opportunity. <laughs> and I did. And I was back and forth for the next four years uh, between London and Hong Kong. So that's how I started my career. And that went on for quite a few years. We're going to skip forward to 2017 when Nastigal joined the Boohoo Group. What was it about Nastigal and the brand that you saw the potential in? Well, I'd known Nastigal from back in 2006 when it actually originally launched. Mm-hmm. Um, and Boohoo launched in the same year. Yeah. So that was, you know, there were some synergies there already. Um, and I guess being both being startups, I mean, we were born out of a retail business, not out of a vintage eBay business. Yeah. So that they were the main differences. But I looked at Nastigal with, um, I thought they were great for ideas. As when we were designing into product and looking at things, we would, and on our website design and everything, we would look to Nastigal because they just had it really like spot on yeah and I kind of something inside of me knew that that would sit with us and our group of brands one day yeah um so when it uh, got itself into a little bit of financial difficulty we were there to kind of say let's take the brand on and and get it where it used to be Excellent. Well, I remember joining in 2017 on the Nastigal team. I'd worked for uh, three years on the Boohoo team and I'd always looked at Nastigal as that destination for cool layouts and it was a very inspirational brand. So when I was asked to move over, I was absolutely thrilled. Now, what I want to get into next is a bit more about you and your role as a woman in the world of business. What is it like being in such a male-dominated arena? You know, I feel really guilty when I'm asked this question. Um, It is male and and fashion retail at the top is male. But actually, when you're in the industry and when you're working at it, you find it's 70% female. Yeah. And it's quite likely that your bosses will be a woman. It's probably the CEOs and the board members where we've got a lack of women in fashion retail. Okay. So... I actually haven't really ever found it a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, feel bad for saying it because I feel like, oh yes, I've got to the top as a woman, and it was really hard because I had to fight off all these men, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're very, very good and you're very strong and your talent shines through, you have in today's world equal opportunities. Yeah. 
Um, I think in some sectors it's probably more challenging. Yeah, there are challenges. Um, than other in some of the more um, financial institutions, I believe it's more challenging for a wo- for a woman mm-hmm. to excel in her career. But in fashion, there is every opportunity, and I'm very proud. Um, certainly, with the Nasty Gal, as is you know, I'm not the only uh, female director. Yeah. Um, are dedicated to directors and Nasty Gal are both women. They are. So that's a good sign of how change is coming about. And I think I'm in being in a really good position to be, um, I'm not CEO today, but in the CEO role is to actually bring women through. Yeah. Um, so that the, those ideas and that disdain and that hardship isn't there for the future. Yeah. Sometimes failures or setbacks in life are the things that can help us succeed in other goals. What would you say are any important mistakes you've learned from? And have you had any setbacks that you've overcome? I probably have setbacks every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's probably too many to list. I started my very first business when I was 23. I was inexperienced. That was never going to work. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Dust myself off. I planned with with Mahmoud, who you all know here at at, uh, at the group, um, to float the business, and that didn't work originally. And we we went did, did the rooms twice. So what did we do that day? We dusted ourselves off. Yeah. We've had lots of hardship when numbers haven't been quite what we expected. But what do we do? We pick ourselves up and say, right, we're going to go for it and we're going to win. Yeah. Um, so I think I've got a bit of a can-do and want-to-win attitude. Yeah. And I fail loads of the times at tons of things. Um, but I believe that I can win and I can achieve. Mm-hmm. So I think my personality type is I'm not necessarily knocked over by failure. Yeah. Um, I feel it for a day or two, and then I just get on with stuff. Just crack Uh, on with it. Just crack on. Yeah, Yeah. so you're one of the people that subscribe to manifestations. If you see it and you believe it, practice it, and then you get to where you need to be. Yeah, and and believe in failure. Yeah. Uh, And you're quite right. Those fails make the success sweeter where do you see nasty gal going and what are your hopes for the brand in the future oh god it's like in the group today nasty gal's the one that really kind of lights my fire yeah it's the one that i'm excited <laughs> about i feel really terrible saying that because obviously i've got the You've other, got other babies well, as and as i've well. got my other babies <laughs> um sometimes you have to have a favorite child <laughs> but your favorite child can change yeah <laughs> but at the moment the favorite is nasty girl for me excellent because I love the product we're doing. Um, I have an affinity with it. I like that look. It, it kind of, it's, it's how I feel. It's it's how I used to kind of be a little bit yeah. before I got older and <laughs> grew up. But yeah, I like the fierceness and the toughness of the brand with all of the, the softness of, of some of the stuff that we do as well. Yeah. And, and I quite like the philosophy, brave. And it, it does what it says on the tin, really. It, it, it's really about empowerment. It really is. Yeah, that's something that we kind of make sure is in the DNA of everything that we choose and put on site in, in Nastigal. It's a very different look to everyone else. And it is all about female empowerment, about being very confident in your choices and offering something for everyone because we do have different types of customers and I know you said that you've got older but I still feel like Carol you embody what the Nasty Gal customer is about. Well of of all our brands it's the one I probably buy and wear the most of. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and it, it's so exciting because it's still in its infancy. It's part of our group. So it, there's a lot of change, a lot of growth, a lot of learnings. It's not just business as usual. And I think when you bring a new brand into the group and you watch it grow and it's a startup, necessarily for us, it's yeah. a startup yeah. within, um, to watch it flourish is a really nice place to be. Now, Carol, I mentioned to the listeners before that we've got something very exciting coming to nastygal.com. We've collaborated with the ultimate dream girl and our nastygal number one crush. We managed to catch up with her on set of her shoot in LA and we had a little chat about feminism and what it means to her. So, Carol, would you like to let the listeners know who it is? Emrata. Yes, everybody. We have Emily Ratajkowski coming to nastigal.com. So here she is, listeners. My personal style is uh, a little retro. Um, I'm very much in a, into the Princess Diana moment right now. So like little 80s, um, some like menswear mixed in with like a bike short or something really feminine. The sexiest thing about a person is their confidence. Having a platform is an amazing, amazing gift and I think that using that gift um, to talk about the things you believe in is really important. I think that this is a really amazing time for women. I think that there's still so much work to be done and I um, hope that we don't lose sight of that despite the progress we've made in the last couple of years and even in the last 30 years. Um, clearly, like when we look at what's going on in the US right now with abortion bans, um, but also just culturally, uh, I think that there's just so much more work to do and it's not just always about being aware of sexism, it's also about really changing the, the system that um, encourages it. 2019 should be about women doing whatever the fuck they want and if that means that you don't wanna be sexy at all, in whatever way, that's totally fine. If you wanna be sexy in a mask way, if you wanna be sexy in a femme way, like that's all up to you and it's a personal decision. And um, that doesn't say anything about whether or not you can talk about politics. Um, And I don't even understand why that's a question, but somehow it is in our culture. And um, so yeah. It's really hard to, to say what people can do because unfortunately, even though we do live in a democracy in the United States, there are certain people who are in power. Um, so, you know, the system is rigged against a lot of people um, and I think that it's important to remember that. But I think being as outspoken as you can be, um, especially if you're not in the United States, it's it's hugely important. Um, but also work locally and find out what's going on in your own community because you know um, it's a zeitgeist. There's a, a a huge movement that yes, we're seeing this particular moment in the United States, but it's across the globe, and um, it's really important that people become aware of the situations around them. Um, Nasty Gal is amazing. I think that uh, I love this collection specifically. Um, I think it's very me. Um, I think I really love the whole idea of a Nasty Gal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome that so many words um, that used to be deprecating towards women are now being reclaimed. And um, I think that Nasty is definitely one of them. Um, I think Nasty Women, you know, is whatever you want it to be, but it's a woman who stands up for herself and what she believes in and um, loves herself and, uh, you know, is takes no shit. Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now that Emily Ratajkowski has been a bit of a defining moment for Nasty Gal, have you ever had any defining moments in your life where you thought, this is it, I've done it, this is what I've been working for? I guess when you're in my role and you've got to where I've got to and you've achieved what I've achieved, along the way you think, yeah, you're there now. Mm-hmm. And even when we um, we took the, the, the group public to yeah. a business, I thought, I, I've made it. You know, that's it. I'm here. Uh-huh. I've landed. I've arrived at where... But I know I haven't. I want more. Yeah. There's and always something There's new. always something else. Yeah. And you always want to achieve the next thing. Now, that doesn't always mean business. That means personal successes. That means lots of things mm-hmm. that go on. Um, the last, I mean, the last few years have been an absolute blast and I've achieved so much. Um, I still think I've got quite a long way to go. Mm. And a few more tricks up my sleeve. Oh, how exciting. And what I might have, you know be able to offer the world in the future so okay is there anything that you can share with us today any exclusives or will we just have to wait no you'll have to wait you'll have to wait there is there's there's too many and I'm sure I'll be sitting here some more of the you know coming years and months so we'll 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 catch up at a time well I tried gals but the lips are sealed the lips are sealed so when you founded the business it was because you could see customer habits had been changing in retail what do you think is the next step in retail Oh, there's so much sea change. Um, And, you know, we've had lots of stories. We've had the demise of the high street. It's because of online. Mm. Um, And, you know, all of this stuff. Actually, the writing was on the wall over 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the group we adopted to change. We we understood that shopping habits were changing. And actually, I always remember everyone saying, online will never work because you need to try everything on in a store. Yeah. And I was like, why? <laughs> why do you have to try it on a store? I think I'd already got to the stage where I went shopping and wouldn't try anything on for the reason. I would just go into a fitting room, room and feel extremely vulnerable. Yeah. Undressing down to my underwear 
in a public place. Mm. For me, it felt so alien. Never mind shopping online and trying stuff on at home. How, yeah. how more comfortable is that? Exactly. So that was the, the, my thinking at the time. So I, and I knew there'd be a social change. And I think uh, with a smartphone and the use of social media and how we engage and how we use content today, online's got a lot more growth to do and a lot more market um, share to take. In terms of how shopping looks, I think... Who knows what will happen with our high streets? I, I believe they'll evolve yeah. into more social spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, the councils and the landlords have got a job to do on that yeah. um, and how that evolves. Um, but there'll always, there'll always be room um, for people to go out, have a coffee, have a drink and have a browse. Yeah. Um, I think there'll always be an element of that. But I believe that most people want service, they want fashion and they want content together. Yeah. And it's how we consume content that actually helps us today um, adopt our shopping habits. And I think that's the major change that's really gone on in the last 10 years. What is your life like outside of the office and how do you manage to balance work and your personal life? Because you're a very busy lady, you've got <laughs> bots on. So how do you balance it all, your work life and your personal life? How do you switch it off and just be Carol? I don't. Oh, you don't? I don't. I don't believe in work-life balance. Okay. Um, I think it's very stressful yeah. to even try. <laughs> yeah. To try and be somewhere for a time, to try and say, this is work and this is home, and this is what I do, and this is what I am outside of work. I am what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a workaholic. Yeah. Um, everyone around me, just get used to it. <laughs> or you can't really be with me. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is my makeup. But I'm very fortunate because my career has been vocational. Yeah. Coming from a creative background and moving into a business, I still find it very vocational. And I think when you do something you love, mm-hmm. you don't have to separate work and play. It's just all the lines blur. Yeah. Um, but I do, I wouldn't say I have a switch off. I have a change of environment when I go home. I live in the countryside. Yeah. Uh, and work in the city. And I couldn't do either of those things full time. Okay. You need I couldn't both. Be in, yeah, I need both. Yeah. I need to mix it up. So for me, I have created some balance where I'm a city girl, can come to an office. Yeah. And um, and then be in the countryside or gardening and doing other things at the weekends. Um, but I'm still on email. Yeah. I'm still on Instagram. <laughs> Aren't we all, though? Aren't we all? I'm we still are a little all on bit Instagram. Addi- I am still addicted to my telephone and it just goes in my pocket. But I do politely try and put it away from time to time if someone feels they're not getting my attention. But we're all guilty of it. But at least, you know, you, you're conscious of that. Yeah. That. yeah. That's yeah. a very good thing. So what are your hobbies and your passions outside of work? I go to the gym, largely. I am uh, I am a gym bunny. Yes. Uh, I believe in health and wellness. Yeah. Um, it's very important to me. I think it's looking after my own mental and uh, physical health is very important for me to be able to do my job. Yeah. Um, you can't do your job if you're if you're not actually fit. Yeah. That you can't do this 100%. job unless you're 100 percent fit. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of that stuff. Um, I going through. Um, a big renovation project uh-huh. at home. Okay. Um, so that's taken a, a lot. Lot, of, lot of time at the moment. And I have four little doggies that uh, are my babies. And they, I love them. What are their names? <laughs> they are, we have two girls, Poppy and Polly, and two boys, Colin and Stevie. Oh, they're very sweet names. Yeah. 
I bet they keep you busy as well. They do. They do. They're demanding, <laughs> um, but as children would be. Yeah. Um, but um, they, you know, they give more back. I would say in terms of their love and affection. Yeah. Um, They're always happy to see you. And it doesn't matter you. if you've had a really, really, really shitty day. Mm. They're there wagging their tail when I come home and yeah. make me smile. Oh. Right, Carol, we've kind of done all the questions now and we're going to jump into the next segment, which we call the Mouth Off Radio Punch Bowl. So we have a selection of questions here. Okay. And I'm going to pull out a question, ask you them, and you can give me your best answer. If you want to throw the question back at me, that's fine as well. So, delving in, question number one. Do you have a party trick? Do you know... I don't really. I'm a bit boring at parties. Um, I like dancing. Yeah. So um, anybody who's seen me at a Christmas party that we have will see that I like to take over the dance floor. <laughs> um, yeah. Just uh, We'll just see you on the dance floor, okay? If you could speak any language, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a no-brainer. Um, for me, I'm in love with Italy, so I would like to learn to speak Italian. And I will, and I will. It's yeah, probably I have on, on the list faith that you will. Uh, on things I'm going to do. Um, I was married in Florence. Um, Beautiful. It's the home of Renaissance and the home of art. Oh. Do you have any idols or role models you look up to in life? Not as such. I've got a few idols that I've, I've, I've really looked at. I mean, I, I, I love old movies and Audrey Hepburn, for me, in terms of that style, yeah. for me, was the element of chic yes. and everything that I would aspire and love to be. Yeah. Um, but actually, for me, it, always, it probably sits in music. Um, when I was a kid, I I loved Kate Bush. Yeah. Um, you know, I loved Debbie Harry. I was really just into my music at the time. Um, I've yeah. always admired um, the likes of a Paul Smith yeah. coming from um, a creative background and going into retailing all of those years ago and actually taking uh, what was a, a British tailoring brand and taking it to the East. Yeah. I, I, I was very inspired by somebody who'd managed to do that um, and his success in Japan. And, you know, Richard Branson in terms of another creative person who created an empire. Um, so they're really the two business people that I probably would think yeah, I, I could take some learnings from them. Those are excellent choices. Right, so we're going to go back into the bowl now. So the next question is, how would you describe your style in three words? Style, I'm kind of classical with an edge. What's another word? <laughs> <laughs> classical, edgy, um, glamorous. Yes, definitely. What did you do for the first hour of your day? Oh, goodness me. It takes me so long to get going. <laughs> Do you run the true story? Yeah. It's not exciting. No, hit me yeah. with it. Um, coffee. Yeah. Play with the dogs. Yeah. Get ready. So what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, it's got to be eating. I love food. Yeah. Um, What's your go-to meal? Chocolate. Oh, really? Mm, Easter eggs. Oh, Easter eggs. All year round. <laughs> we have them in the fridge here. Do you? Ready? Yeah, we freeze them. When we get a lot of extra ones at Easter time, yeah. they go in the freezer and I work my way through them till the following Until week. next Easter. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you who don't know, we do get an Easter egg every year on our desk 
from Carol and Mahmood and it is something I look forward to every year. So we probably do have quite a big stash, but Carol says that she's on it and she's eating her way through them until next year. Uh, so let's jump back into the questions. So the next one I have for you is if you could give your younger self one piece of advice when you're about to embark on your career, what would it be? Don't restrict yourself. Um, coming from as a designer, could I ever imagine that then that I would do this, that I would run e-commerce or I've gone into retail or gone into sales or looked at financials or floated a company or learned about marketing and know how to do a photo shoot and blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't. Mm. So my older self has adopted many, many strings to my bow. And yeah. I, and if I could advise my younger self that that was possible, some of those strings I would have adopted earlier in my career. Yeah. Okay. And got there a bit faster, if that was possible. I know it's e-commerce happened at a time, couldn't have done it earlier, yeah. but um, maybe I'd have done something else even earlier. I always say trust your timings though, and I think you're in a great place and I think everything has fallen in place and happened at that time for a reason. So we've got two more. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I know this. <laughs> this is one I've always wanted to have for those Star Trek fans. Beam me up, Scotty. Oh, teleportation. Yeah, just like get me out of a certain situation. <laughs> In a board meeting. Cause like I really shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> or get myself home quickly because it's just like the traffic is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Or do I really want to take that, you know, 27 hour journey to Australia right now? Because we've got an event. Yeah. Can't we just get there? Okay, so our final question to you today from the Punch Bowl is, what is your star sign? I'm a Libran. And are you into astrology? Um, I used to be quite a lot. Okay. Quite in tune with myself. Um, I think some of my antenna now is a little bit kind of like wavy. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do believe in, I do have the character traits of a Libran. Okay, um, which are, because I'm not very clued it's up. It's a set of scales, so it's about balance. Okay. Um, and I think I'm quite a balanced person, um, you know, in how I kind of manage quite amazingly strange situations sometimes, quite, um, you know, quite stressful situations as well. And I, yeah. I, I do have, I have a good knack of, of managing that. And I, I think I tune into my star sign to help me out. Amazing. Well, Carol, that is the last question from the punch bowl and you've survived it. How was it? That was great. That was really easy. Thank you for being so easy on me. I was uh, expecting <laughs> to be absolutely grilled. Well, we want to thank you again for coming in. And um, we have loved sitting down and talking to you and finding out a little bit more about our brand and a little bit more about how you started. So before we go, do you have any pearls of wisdom for aspiring female business owners out there listening today? Believe in yourself is what I would always say. Um, get comfortable with any mistakes. There's tons of them. You're going to keep making them. Just keep going. Just keep going. Cry when you need to cry. But laugh most of the time because it's really not that difficult. And in, in, you have to have fun. Yeah. You've got to have fun. Amazing. Well, thank you very much, Carol. Carol Kane, everyone. Thanks again to my guest and boss, Carol Kane. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. On today's episode, we've covered 
can-do attitudes and winning spirits and how to succeed in business, how it's okay to fail but you must dust yourself off and try again. We've talked about champion female leaders in the workplace and we also dropped the exclusive about our Emily Ratajkowski collection. It was so good to have Carol on the show today and to hear her pearls of wisdom on how to succeed as a woman in business. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Be sure to check out nastygal.com for fresh new styles here in sight every single day. Let us know what you thought via social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching at Nastigal. Right, gals, this has been Mouth Off Radio. I've been your host, Paige Martin. Be nice, boss the fuck up, and mouth off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.